Hey, you're listening to The Real Kathy Lee on the Ultimate Homeschooling Radio Network. Thanks for joining me as I share my mom sessions. It's basically my imperfect journey of motherhood. Be prepared to laugh, maybe cry, but hopefully you're going to be encouraged as I share my failures, successes, and offer some tips I've learned along the way. And remember, you've got this. This week, I want to start off the show by thanking our regular sponsors, the Ultimate Homeschooling Radio Network and the Homegrown Preschooler. Both help bring you this podcast every single week, and we're so grateful for that. Also, we have a special sponsor, Family Life's first feature film, Like Arrows. So excited to tell you about this movie. It's going to explore the joys and heartaches of parenting. We can relate to that, right? With a story that spans over 50 years. It's going to be in theaters across America for a special two-night showing. And following the movie, there's going to be an exclusive after show um, with filmmakers, including the celebrated faith-based Alex and Stephen Kendrick, who I'm sure you've heard of, as well as Family Life Today's Dennis and Barbara Rainey and Bob Lapine. You want to check that out. You're going to be encouraged and equipped with powerful next steps to make Christ the center of your parenting. And I know that's a goal for many, many of us. Like Errors will be in theaters, like I said, for only two nights. It's going to be May 1st and May 3rd. To view the trailer, find theater info, visit likearrowsmovie.com. And if you miss the movie on those dates, you can find find it on digital, DVD, Blu-ray versions. Checking out their website, likearrowsmovie.com. Thanks so much, you guys, for sponsoring this show and bringing my hot mess to these mamas across the world. Let's get to the show. Hey, welcome to this week's episode. We are actually recording from Cincinnati. Live from Cincinnati. So usually I do like lessons I've learned from the road. I will do that podcast, but we're taking a break this week to do like current lessons we're learning while on the road, maybe. Do you recognize that voice of who's with me? You've heard him before. One of my absolute favorite men on the planet, other than my husband, Michael Somerville. Hey, everybody. Without Jessica, though. Without Jessica today. And you guys are missing out because she is by far my better half. I love that. I love you, too. You're one of my favorite couples. And, well, I can't say my opinion on if she's your better half. You're both equally amazing, truly. Well, thank you. You're welcome. It's it's a team effort. So we are... We aren't even sure what we're going to talk about. We just decided that we would do this podcast for you guys. And what I love is that Michael's willing to jump on. But he mentioned that he might want to talk about dads. And we've had a few dads. I'm staring right now at Sam Smith, like the famous. I mean, he's like all the rock star rage, that SD Smith. Right? I mean, and I guess we should say. My daughter loves his books. My son loves his books. I had Sam and Josiah on, and we laughed so hard. They talked a little bit about a father's role in like creative um, storytelling. And I I love that. Oh, me too. But I love what you mentioned about, let's just talk about dad's homeschooling, because yeah. we don't have a lot of dads who are on the podcast that talk about just that. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to like push this microphone up okay. to you and let you ramble. Not ramble. It'll all be thoughtful, well, it, interesting it'll be thoughts, conversation. It'll be thoughts in progress, because this is something that I am... I'm thinking about. I'm, I'm, I think there's something there. I feel like as dads who are homeschool dads... We, we want to be involved in yeah. what's going on, but I don't think dads always know what that looks like to be involved. Like, what do we do mm. as men? What, what's our spot? What's our role? What's our function in the homeschool? I think about the conversations I just had today with several dads. Mm-hmm. I had one dad come up and say, 
okay, my wife wants me to teach some of the classes, but I teach completely opposite of her. Mm -hmm. You know, I'm left brain, she's right brain, so we've got Mm -hmm. to decide before we pick curriculum out who's doing the teaching. Mm -hmm. I had another dad say, look, I have my business degree, I know nothing, it's all Mm -hmm. on my wife. Mm -hmm. I had another dad say, this, I don't even understand it. So, Mm -hmm. you're right, I don't think... A lot it's of not many, very well defined. It isn't. Yeah. What? What's the model? Where? Where yeah. does a guy? Where yeah. are we as men supposed to, you know, grab our end of the plow and start getting to work on yeah. on homeschool? And and I think, in a good way, there are so many helps for moms out there, mm. because clearly mom's role in the homeschool world is pretty well defined. Generally, she's the primary teacher. She's generally the one giving up her day to spend time with the kids yes. and be responsible for their nine to five and their day to day. And often we dads are going off to work and you know, we really support what she's doing, but we don't know beyond just kind of being quietly there for her, you know, what what can we do to participate in the homeschool day? In, at a practical yeah, level, Yeah, I had right? a dad today come by the booth, and he's like, um, I'm supposed to be looking at the summer program for my wife. Mm-hmm. And I said, well, does she already have the a year of playing skillfully? He's like, I have no idea. No clue. And she know. did. She ended up showing up, and she did have it, but he really is like, I, I don't know. I'm just doing what I'm told. And I think it's kind of been the joke, right, that the mom's the teacher and the dad's the principal. But even with that, what does that look like? Right. And right. So what does it look like? So well, let's exactly. It. And and that's something I'm trying to dive into a little bit more. So and my dad, God bless him, he gave a talk years ago when he was on, on the homeschool circuit yeah. called Principles for Principles. And I want to resurrect that and, and figure out what he was saying because I think I need to hear that again. Yeah. I'm sure there's other dads. But, yeah. but I do think that as dads, there are a couple of things that we can do. We can provide and we can protect. Um, and by provide, I think we can provide a couple of different things. For one, we're going off, we're earning the money. Yeah. We're providing the funds necessary to buy all these wonderful curricula, to let our wives stay home. You know, we are providing the financial safety net needed to make all this happen. And that's, that's important. And I think as guys, we can feel good about that. You know, yes. uh, God put us on the earth to go toil and, you know, push back on the weeds and thorns. And that's mm. one place where we get to do that. And that's great. But I think we can also provide something that's really important. We can provide an audience for mm. our wives yes. and for our kids. So when I get to the dinner table, you know, they've spent all day learning about stuff. I want to be the one asking the question, so what did you learn today? Yes. Tell me about school. Yes. You know, someone outside of the moment to moment who cares and who's interested in just hearing about what was it, what happened. So providing an audience, that yeah. third party who's just mm-hmm. a one step removed outside of it who can say, hey, this matters to me. Absolutely. You know, and I'm I think outside how you say it, too. I think yeah. how you ask those questions. You know, I remember... Um, so many parents are like, but I asked my kid what they did today, and they're like, I don't know, I whatever. So I think for dads, maybe saying, tell me one thing you learned, or tell right. me your favorite thing today. Right. Tell me something you didn't like. Even giving right. them permission to not like something, yeah. I think is important, too, that yeah. you can do. So to, to be that one who, okay, I'm learning today because I know at the end of the day, dad's going to care about what yes. I learned. You know, so we're providing an audience. I think another thing we can provide is a cheering section. Mm, And growing up, my dad had 
several battle cries that he would holler around on a regular basis, but one of them was, do we celebrate enough? <laughs> and the answer was almost always, no, uh, we don't celebrate enough. Okay, how can we celebrate? Um, and so he oh, would celebrate our successes. <laughs> yeah. So like when we would finish a, a, you know, a set of our curriculum, yes. a, a, the segment, he would say, let's celebrate, let's get together and have a, you know, a special meal where we just kind of re- celebrate the fact that we got something done. So yeah. we as dads, we can do that. We can celebrate the wins and be, we, we as dads are the keepers of the big picture. Mm, you know, yeah. we're the ones who help mom when she's down in the weeds and overwhelmed by the minutia to pull back and say, "Hun, the kids are actually learning. Yes. Like at the start of this year, they couldn't spell cat. And now they can spell cat and fox and bag and dog, Yeah. you know, and, yeah. and I see them growing and changing. So we can provide that, that, that perspective that I feel like our wives really need of it's working. There is yes. progress being made. And women really need that. And the other thing I would say with the moms, while you're talking about them is mm. um, dads will say in my session, you know, what, what can I do? How can I support my woman? And I'll say, I don't know mm-hmm. because I don't know her. Mm-hmm. So let me tell you the number one thing you can do is to know her. And to know what it is she needs. Some moms, mm-hmm. their biggest gift you could give them would be a Saturday morning all to themselves. Other moms, the biggest gift would say, honey, in the budget we have X amount of dollars for that field trip you wanted or yeah. for that curriculum you wanted. Yeah. Other moms, it's just what you said, that open ear to say, let me have it. Tell me all about it today. You've got to get to know and, and love language. Don't forget, like, cheering section. You're right, Absolutely. the words of affirmation. Some moms need to hear, gosh, thank you for doing that. I really appreciate you giving up your day to school our kids. So you've got to know your wife in order to know what she needs. But she does need something, I guarantee it. And she yep. needs it from her man. Yep. So I would say definitely be the cheerleader. Definitely get to know them and see what they need. I think another area where we can provide is provide our wives with time, as you mentioned, yes. to do planning. That's also, it for me, I categorize that under protecting. Yeah. Because okay. to protect our wives' schedule and time yes. and not let them overcommit or overextend Absolutely. to the point where they don't have time. Yeah. Um, sometimes being the guy to say no, you yeah. know, you, you're doing too much, and it's and you thank need you that for time. that. I know it's funny because that's kind of controversial. What you're telling me, no, but I often tell dads in my session that exact thing. You've got to sometimes. I call it be the bad cop. Right. Because as homeschool moms, everyone thinks we're already home. Make that. Can you make that meal for so-and-so? Can you do a Bible study for so-and-so? Can you watch my kids? And often we as caretakers, which a lot of homeschool moms are anyway, we're going to want to say yes. But it is such a relief to have that husband who will protect our time and say, mm, no, we can't do that. So and, thank you for that. And that no really is, again, it's the keepers of the big picture. Yes. It's it's. The perspective to say, honey, if you say yes to that, you're saying no to this other thing, which we agree is more important. And so really it's, it's the keepers of that greater yes. It says we have to say no to this little thing yeah. so that we can say yes to this greater thing that's more important. I love so that. protecting our wives' time um, is, is so important. But also thinking about their development as teachers. Mm. And one thing I love to say when people come by and are talking, especially if I get a couple, I look the dad in the eye and say, you know, what, what line of work are you in? And whatever line of work he's in, I'd say to him, if you just get a raw person out of college or someone off the street who's joining you in your line of work, do you expect them to be effective day one, right off the bat? Mm-hmm. And they always say no. We always expect on-the-job training, learning yes. curve. Yes. Sometimes that's a six-month process. Sometimes it's a year or two <laughs> before you really expect anyone to contribute. And I'm like, our wives are the same way. This is a new craft, a new skill, a new mm-hmm. trade that they're learning. Yes. And so we need to 
we need to be paying attention to their growth and development as teachers. Absolutely. They're going to be researching the curricula to the umpteenth degree, but we get to think about, okay, how are they investing in themselves and get equipping themselves with the tools that they're going to need to be successful. So that's another thing that we can provide so as dads. Good. We need to monitor them so and, and kind of be their cheerleaders and support system so that then they can be effective And anticipate the that they're going to have days where they don't feel like they can do this. I mean, yeah. anticipate that they are going to be like, oh, I've got to send them off to school and not go, okay. <laughs> right, we really want you to say... When we say that, guys, we're tricking you. We really want you to say, oh, no, stay <laughs> in there. Yep. Right? It's Hang okay. In there. Hang in there. It's working. That's what we need to hear so much. We didn't even tell people where you're from. You said your business and your dad. And let's go back just briefly. Let's oh, or sure. interject. Let's kind of explain because maybe they Flashback didn't hear our time. first Michael Somerville with <laughs> Jessica Somerville a year ago. Maybe so not. maybe we should tell them who is Michael Somerville and why are you even at this homeschool conference? Great. Yeah. Well, uh, my name's Mike. My wife, Jessica, and I have been married almost a dozen years, and uh, my mom and dad, Scott and Marcia Somerville, have been in the homeschool community for a long, long time. They have six kids. I'm the second of six kids. We were homeschooled K through 12 back in the good old days when it was barely legal. Yeah. And uh, mom got to the point when my older brother and I hit high school where her goals of giving us a high-quality, academically rich education came smack up against the reality that she was trying to teach six kids, five subjects, 180 school days, 540 lessons a year. And so she met my dad at the door one night and said, it can't be done. I quit. I'm giving up. Yep. Really? And she meant it. Yep. Six weeks into ninth grade, October, she met my dad at the door and said, honey, here's where we stop homeschooling. Wow. I did not know that. And dad said, well, I I hear you, but I, I am a homeschool legal defense lawyer because my dad had gotten interested in homeschooling and had left his career in computer programming and had gone to Harvard Law and gotten his law degree and was working with homeschool legal defense as a lawyer in the 90s when this was uh, going on. And she said, well, I'm not going to sacrifice my kids on the altar of your career. And so they, they got back together and talked about it, but they did exactly what you're talking about. They really looked at the big picture mm. and what they valued and what they cared mm-hmm. about. So out of that moment of crisis and them working together as a couple, and I credit my dad as well for Love not that. letting her quit, yeah. grew Tapestry of Grace, which is the program that uh, that my mom was able to develop and put together, which I like to say we've been keeping moms sane since, you yeah. know, since 2000. And that it really is, is a I way... about your program for sure. It is a way to help mom who's got kids at multiple levels of learning, teach everyone, keep everyone on the same page at the same time as we have this rich exploration of the humanities, studying history, geography, literature, and it's a it's a whole book driven program. So we are we're second generation using Tapestry of Grace ourselves and a few years ago my wife Jessica and I took over the little family business that produces and markets that and so in our free weekends we get to travel the country and, <laughs> and so, yeah. share what we have with other homeschool families and encourage them. And I love that what I love about that program is just what you said. I love the family learn together. You know I'm a huge fan of that. Mm-hmm. I love the older siblings teaching the younger siblings. The conversation is so rich mm-hmm. when you have that mixture of age groups. Mm-hmm. I think it's just a win-win it really is easier on the mom. We suggest that in the homegrown preschooler. You carry that on. That's why we often you know, tell people that's where you should hey, go next and look at. Because yeah. what just is a natural lead-in to what you do because we're already in that mindset of teaching everyone together. And, and it's such a time-tested model. I mean, you think back is. to the one-room schoolhouse. Oh, no question. It, 
I don't know if people realize this, but you know, the, the K through 12 kind of factory model school that we think of has only been common for the past hundred years or so and, and ubiquitous for the past yes. hundred years or so for two or 300 years before that, dating back into colonial times, the model was a one room schoolhouse yeah. where a teacher or two would teach kids of all ages all together in the same room. They'd get to eavesdrop on each other as they were listening. And you to would what see the, the natural progression of those older ones would start taking on some leadership teacher roles unofficially uh-huh. and they would help. You would see them over there helping the younger yep. ones. And the younger ones were like, I can do this. Let me ask this question. And they weren't scared to ask questions, the hard questions. And every question was okay because no one was boxed in until you were this age, you were this grade. I think children were more risk-takers with their education because of that. And so as homeschoolers, we're kind of on the cutting edge of where education's going because, you know, education for all has been a battle cry for educators for years, no child left behind and stuff. But there's also in uh, educational academia the the thought, well, what about education for each? Yeah. You know, and as homeschoolers, we really get to zero in on tailored education that's child by child. Boutique education, I call it. Boutique education. Okay, I love all that. I love you guys. I love what you um, stand for. Thank you for encouraging our dads. I think many women are going to listen to this podcast and turn around and send it to their husbands and say, listen to this, because I think you've just given them a place to go. You've given them some ideas of how they can truly be a part. Thank Mm -hmm. you for that. My Anything pleasure. else closing you want to say? Uh, no, we just love you guys. Thank you so much for what you're doing to encourage and support families and homeschool families out there. It's it's a journey. It's a long haul, but you know God's with us in it, and Absolutely. He's redeeming our mistakes, and, and we'll just keep pre- pressing Therapists on. Therapists will always have a job. That's what I say. <laughs> All right. Thanks so much, Thank Mike. You. See you. Thank you, Kathy. Bye. Bye. You've been listening to The Real Kathy Lee. This is a production of the Ultimate Homeschooling Radio Network. To find out more, check out therealkathylee.com. You can download us every Friday on iTunes or your favorite app to listen to the podcast. Hey, if this hot mess can rock motherhood, so can you.